Hello and welcome to Fabulous Huckery. I'm your host, Baroness Bree, where it is our goal to always emerge fabulously in spite of fuckery. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fabulous Fuckery. Sorry I've been away for so long. This is your host, Baroness Bree. I am here today with David Wardrick. He is a DC-based, award-winning digital storyteller. Welcome, Dave. Hey, it's good to be here. Thank you for coming. Dave, um, his creative mediums are videography, photography, live events. He's pretty much all-around awesome. He's your guy, whatever kind of footage you want to make. Um, David has won Videographer of the Year for production with NASA. He won a Bronze Telly Award. He's won um, a Pepper Bridgman Spirit Award from the American College of Cardiology. He's won Best Short Videos, Awards of Recognition for all kinds of good stuff. So thank you for bringing us here, well, coming to visit us here. It's good that you uh, you read my, uh, my my little CV there. <laughs> hey, listen, I got to do, the, gotta do the research. research. You did the research. I can't just have you. <laughs> come on here and I don't know what I'm talking about um but question for you because you've done a wide range of photography you've done professional you've done corporate you've done for regular people like myself you full disclosure Dave does my headshot so if you go to baronesbree.com you know a lot of those pictures on there you know he makes my little my pleasure to to take your picture it's Aww. fun thank you yes. it's good when I got pretty people in front of the camera it makes it a lot easier oh you're a mess is what you are um <laughs> Now, when did you decide you love photography? So photography is interesting because in some way, I think I've always liked to take pictures. I've always been involved with the visual arts. But to be honest, it was really hard to get into when I was younger, before the digital age. And um, about, I guess, probably about seven, maybe ten years ago, I've always done videography my entire life. About seven, ten years ago or so, the equipment for videography and the equipment for photography blended together into mm. the same pieces of equipment. So in order to do video, I was using photography equipment, and th that overlap started to get me into stills more. So I started doing more stills and less motion, and actually I probably do more freelance still photography now than I do videography on the freelance side, which it, it's kind of a shift. Hmm. Um, what do you think... Has what do you think has changed the most since you started with the with when you what you said all the technology change the technology change um so I mean social media has been a huge thing that's changed I mean like you always hear those things about ten thousand hours mm -hmm. and that's how you become like really proficient at something and so social media in still photography like when you know when I first got on Instagram or got on Twitter or something mm -hmm. everybody was just taking a picture of their latte. You know what I mean? That's all it was. It was a, here's here's my lunch. Guilty. Here's a picture of it. Here's a selfie. That's what it was. And then over time, there's been this evolution of us going. Those things are great, and there's there's totally a place for that. I love taking a picture of my food, but there's also a place <laughs> for true art sharing and community. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I started to pick up from social media. And so I was using this technology when everything was connecting together. My phone connects to my camera. I can just immediately upload something and put it on. And then other people who are in that same headspace can work together and go, hey, I like this picture because you did this. And hey, let's go shoot something together. Hey, let's get 60 photographers together and go shoot together. And so that 10,000 hours really built up based on a lot on social media, not just workplace stuff. Now, for your, I, I, I've, um, can you give your Instagram handle for the people listening? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my Instagram and Twitter are ad 
seven nine Dave. So that's like Anno Domini, Latin for in the year of our Lord. <laughs> so Anno Domini seven nine, the year I was born, Dave. So there you go. Um, following you on Instagram, you do a lot of collaborations with. Is, can you give us some background on some of the groups that you work with in DC area? Sure, sure. I mean, like I was saying, it's it's all about collaboration, and, mm-hmm. and none of these groups I run, and none of them I'm like anything that everyone else isn't. It's just people getting together. Mm-hmm. Um, I so actually, let me bring you. Th- I'll bring you through chronologically. Okay. Okay. So I think so. Photo walks is mm-hmm. a thing that's d- been done for years since before the digital age. Photographers would get together and they'd have a photo walk, which is a bunch of people saying, "Hey, at eight a.m. on Saturday, we're all going to the Lincoln Memorial. We're going to walk around with cameras together." Okay. So the first like groups that I did this with was way back in the day with I think it was DC Focused mm-hmm. was probably one of the first ones. Maybe uh, I think there's DC Exposure as well. So that was that was a while ago. That was back when everyone was on Flickr. Or 500 pics. Oh, good So Lord. this is before Instagram, you know, BC Instagram. <laughs> 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 so that's where it started. And then maybe three or four years ago, I saw another photo walk pop up with DC's, like, biggest group, IGDC. Mm-hmm. So Instagram DC, they're, like, they're like the, the OGs of Instagram in the Washington, DC area. Okay. And they had a photo walk in the woods, um, Rock Creek Park. It was amazing. Like, people were ready for it. People had props. People had balloons. People had, you know, <laughs> like, uh, raincoats and, like, for certain colors. And they were ready to, like, take pictures and pose in pictures and commune. And, and they were handing out stickers. And wow. I was like, it blew my mind because it was such a, a difference from, you know, the years beforehand where it was, it was, it was photo jocks. This was people. Hmm. Which photo jocks are people too, but like it was, it was everything. It was people with iPhones, people with Samsungs, people with four thousand dollar cameras. But everyone was together. Okay. So I went to that IGDC meetup, and I was like, I gotta keep doing this. This is really fun for photography, and and I'm meeting new people and connecting a lot. That same day, people were like, Hey, if you like this walk, you should go to this other walk that's happening tonight. And this is this is how much the community was starting to build up. Holy crap! Was that same night walk with locals was having i think their second or third walk Mm -hmm. um at the kennedy center i think it was it was somewhere somewhere touristy downtown (laughs) and i couldn't make it to it but then i just started following them so then i started going to their walks okay and uh the leader of that group uh carl he had like this huge thing where yes these photo walks are cool but i want you guys to connect as people Okay. So they even like won't like one of the like the cardinal rules of that group. Every group has its own rules and its own like ways to to communicate and everything. But one of the cardinal rules they had was don't share your handle. Like mm. so while you're walking around, they don't want you to say at. They want you to say Dave, Bree, Peter Parker. You know what I mean? That's like, so they, helpful. They, yeah, they want you to tell your. It real humbles name. people because people are social media you know bougie you know they're like oh you know i you don't know me i'm baroness brie on instagram <laughs> you know you know you know you, people use their handles like currency so i could i appreciate them making people humble and you know you got people with a hundred thousand followers and you got people with eight and so this group sounds like everyone yeah. needs to be the same so yeah everyone be the same that's it so like i mean and, and since the, that time which i said think was maybe three years ago maybe two years ago or so all these other groups have popped up dc chasers um, portrait meet DC. 
uh, District Creates. I know I'm going to forget a bunch of them, but, like, there's a whole bunch out there. Okay. Uh, Street Meet, all these groups. Would they, you recommend for someone who's a up-and-coming photographer, maybe they should pop into some of these meetups? I, I think it's I think it's the best thing to do. Okay. Um, if you love photography or you love having your photo taken, I think it's great to go to these events and meet people who are like-minded mm-hmm. and make friends. I mean, you le- you legitimately meet people who are like, hey, let's hang out and not take pictures. You know, and, and it just works like that. So, so for all my photography heads that possibly are listening right now, can you tell them what you're shooting on? Oh, what I'm shooting, my technical gear? Your technical gear. Um, so my number one camera that I shoot with the most is a Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, that gets the most work out. Um, okay. Definitely shoot with my phone a lot. Um, I'm, I, I used to be a pixel popper and mm-hmm. a gearhead, and that was the biggest thing in the world. Um, it's still there in the back of my head, but okay. it's all about art and not about your gear, but since the question is what am I shooting with, I also have a, I have a Sony RX10 which is what's called a bridge camera. Mm-hmm. So the reason they call it a bridge camera is it's right in between a point-and-shoot, which is just like that, that thing that you stick in your pocket and go on vacation. Do people still have those? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, there's okay. some great ones. Okay. Ca- Canon's, got, <laughs> Canon's got this. Canon, like uh, Sony, they have some amazing point-and-shoots that will kick the butt of most other cameras people are buying at Walmart and think are good. Okay. So, like, it's, yeah. Okay. Point-and-shoot is nothing to, nothing to balk at. Okay. Um, so the bridge camera is in between a point and shoot and then a, a traditional DSLR or or pro camera, and so I've got that that Sony and and it, it's great because it can do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the lens is attached to it and it's made to go with that body and it can be really good close up camera. It can shoot long distances. It can do portraits. It can do landscape. It does everything. It's like a Swiss Army knife of a camera. Cool. So I carry that a lot around. And then my my other camera is a Canon 5D which is kind of mm. just like Canon's like basic flagship of their typical pro cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. And I love it. It's good. It's full frame, okay. um, a lot of pixels. So, yeah. Very nice. But brands, they don't really matter. It's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's mostly about price point, I would say. Whenever someone's asking me about what camera I should get, I go, how much do you want to spend? Mm-hmm. Because a $1,300 Canon is the same as a $1,300 Sony or Nikon or Fuji or any any of them. Okay. They're all the same technology. They're just slight nuanced differences, but yeah. Hmm. So what's your, who's been your best or worst subject of photograph? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, best or worst. I mean, you got some yeah. awards here. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you've been yeah, doing yeah. something. Ah, uh, I don't know. This is a hard question to think about because, I mean, like, things start to blend together in my head. Um, no difficult, no no divas. I'm trying to think and, and see if I remember any divas or any good stories. Um, well, or about, ones that I can tell. Well, loud. how about this? I'll curtail that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what fascinates you the it. most about shooting? It's the story. Um, I love to tell a story with a picture. Okay. So I love to take a picture of someone and it's a still, but yet in that picture, you now immediately are connected to something happening. There's some type of story being told there. Um, and so that, that's the thing that, that really like makes me excited to take a picture. Hmm. Yeah. Even, even if it's not a person, even if it's just like a landscape or something, I want, I want you to think about driving past it or walking through it or what's happening in that place. Okay. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Yep. As a freelance business owner, what are you doing to take care of yourself? <laughs> What's your self-care techniques? What yeah, you doing? I probably need some. Oh, um, no. <laughs> my, uh, 
I mean, one of my self-care techniques is the business itself. Um, it's a it's a business that is also a little bit of a hobby. So, like, I'll do portraits or I'll do events, and that's the business side, and I'll charge for that. But the running around D.C. taking pictures for fun is the fun side, mm-hmm. and so my hobby overlaps with my business. So it's kind of like a it, that is a bit of self-care is that it, it feels really good and it's relaxing to do what also is a job. So, yeah. So, hmm. What, just to kind of segue out of that, yeah, yeah, if this is what makes you happy, what do you suggest to people who are following their passions? What do you? I suggest to people to responsibly ch- trace, uh, chase your dreams. Like, do it in a responsible way. You know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm grown. I've got kids. Um, and... I want to make sure that, oops, I silenced my phone. I put that down there. Um, <laughs> I want to make sure that uh, that my my family's taken care of, but that also I am chasing the dream at the same time. I mean, there's there's certain different periods in time in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you, I mean, I'm, I'm being very generalized here, but if you're 18 years old and you love shooting and you want to run out, you know, and, and, and just pursue that, then do that. You know what I mean? Like be, have four roommates and get like a a little side job, but chase your dream hard. Right. But if you're at the point where you've got student debt and you've got, you know, a mortgage and all these other things, well do the job that's going to send that, pay those bills every day, but then chase it a little bit. You know, you got to balance it out. It's a balancing act. You're telling us to be adults. Yes. Be adults. Manage your, manage your priorities. Don't go into debt being fun. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to thank you for you as far as, you know, cause you're a little bit of a, a, a techie geek yes, like same. myself. Um, what are we doing as far as blurting out? What are you doing to, <laughs> to nerd out your life right now? Uh, blurting out. I mean, like it's, it's Friday and tomorrow Spider-Verse comes out. So I'm definitely going to see that. Um, it doesn't, but, it didn't come out already. Oh, it I guess it already did come it out. Came it came out Thursday yeah, night. Out yeah. Thursday. I, I, yeah. I'm forgetting. <gasps> So, so it's already out, and like, so I'm, I mean, I'm chasing all that 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 nerd movie. Like, I have no problem with Marvel making as many movies as possible. I have no problem with Disney taking over and putting all the money in because it's great entertainment. I grew up in the '80s when you had Hulk and you had Spider Man on TV. Mm-hmm. It was fun and it was good, and Wonder Woman. It was good, mm-hmm. but now it's wow. It's fantastic. It's wow. It's. I'm it's, actually kind of excited to see Aquaman. And as a D, I'm a Marvel girl. I'm a that, Marvel girl, I, hardcore. I, I, I mean, I'm, I, yeah. you know, but I saw the the footage and I'm like, oh, the CGI for this looks amazing. I didn't know Willem Dafoe was in it. Yeah. I, did, I had no idea. I walked, I walked past the poster a couple of days ago in Manhattan and I was like, Willem Dafoe's in it? Okay, maybe I do need to see this. It's the first DC movie I'm really excited to see. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not a, I did, I know I'm going to get killed in my Twitter mentions, but I did not like Suicide Squad. That's okay. It was you okay. You have to like it. it I love okay. the director. Uh, was, he's he's fantastic. Did you see Bright? I did see Bright. Bright was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed Bright. Yeah, David Ayers. He's he's so he's such a good director. I think I think a little bit. I mean, in my own opinion, way down here on the bottom rung of saying opinions about how a movie's made, <laughs> I think the studio got involved and they kind of ruined what could have been a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think it was it's a little bit of uh be, um, being edited by committee. 
kind of ruins projects. Um, well, you know, as a creative spirit, you can see where the story changes, and yeah. you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't. Who? What? This doesn't. Is- this scene doesn't feel the same with the like. You can tell the post edits. Yeah. Because you can feel the 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 lighting's off. You're like, yeah. oh, they edited this in. Right. They it's- did a lot of behind the scenes stuff on DC movies that they don't do with Marvel. Right. Marvel is like, we. This is a cohesive story. We trust my actors. We trust our director. And if there's any edits, they redid the whole damn scene. And the best the best ones are where you can see the directors were were were, were trusted. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I th- I throw this out to people all the time. They're like, "What Marvel movie should I see?" And I'm like, "Thor Ragnarok," because yeah. Thor Ragnarok you can is so weird mm-hmm. and so out of the box <laughs> because they trusted the director and he they're did like, such a great job. They're like, "Do your weirdness and let's put it on the screen," and it worked and it worked so well that, oh. that I really like that. It was interesting. I saw the Russo brothers mm-hmm. at um, Smithsonian. Yeah. yeah. So when they came, um, they had kids that asked such deep questions. And a little boy got up and said, can you explain to me what it's like to maintain the continuity of the universes when you're not the director of all of the other films? And they're like, well, shit. You know, that's a great question. And they're like, you know, you just watch the movie. You study the movie. You try to see what you liked about that movie that you can put into your movie. Right. But, I mean, the Russo brothers are kicking ass right now. Yeah. And, um you know, watching the trailer for the new Avengers movie, um, my kids are, you know, had a little bit of a nervous breakdown when you saw like the missing person report and, you know, Peter's still missing and Shuri's missing. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I think we should make that a national holiday. Yeah. We need to shut down the government (laughs) so I can go, you know, so we can go see and find out what happened. You know, I want to see Thanos die or whatever they're going to do with that storyline because they can go a lot of different ways according to comic books. They can go many ways. And, you know, I like that, you know, from from my perspective of seeing the way things are, I like... um, that Captain Marvel mm-hmm. is kind of taking over the Adam Warlock uh-huh. position in the books because, yep. like, uh, one of my like Hall of Fame moments is that I have the Infinity Gauntlet comics <gasps> at my house, just really? sitting in bags. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I read this. Actually, you know what's the sad thing about these movies is that the X Men aren't a part of it. Correct. My favorite panel of any comic ever written is Hulk. And Wolverine are on the roof of Avengers headquarters smoking cigars before they go to fight Thanos. <laughs> and they're both remarking about how a lot of people are going to die and probably they're going to be the last ones left fighting. Hmm. And they're like, we're ready to go. And it's like, it's such a cool panel. It's it's amazing. I, I need to download. Uh, so, you, so Marvel has a online website where you can download all the comics. Right. So I'm going to have to download you that. You download one. that. Screenshot that 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 uh, that panel and, and make it a post. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I remember reading all of those Infinity Gauntlet. You actually have them, so I'm kind of like fan, I'm fangirling yep. over here. But um, it was sad when Adam Warlock didn't show up in Guardians. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay. I see where they're going with things, and 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 bringing in Captain Marvel, I think, is a character they need to, and and her movies trailers look amazing. I'm I hoping can't she wait. kills it. I'm hoping I'm, she kills I think, it. I don't think there's a way not to. That's my so that's my birthday gift this year. So it comes out on my birthday. Okay. Um, if anyone wants to send gifts, March ninth, March ninth. But will you, um, will you be wearing like a Captain Marvel uh, jacket? I have of? ordered a Captain Marvel suit. Suit. Yeah. So, so but have you booked a photographer yet? No, you're my photographer. <laughs> I know, you're I know. my photographer. So, um, you know, it's for you guys that know. Um, I am a huge blurred. I love, and for those who don't know, a blurred is a black nerd. But um, I love dressing up and doing cosplay and dave actually has encouraged me 
on numerous occasions, like, why haven't you, why didn't you buy a cosplay for that? What are you right. talking about? Why are you just wearing a t-shirt? Right. So I want to thank you because, because of you, I got the cover, well, not the cover, but a, a feature on ESPN Undefeated in my Sailor Moon costume. I know. And... I, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just do this? And it was great. It, it wasn't like, my picture. It was great. You went to, it was, you went um, to Andre. Blurcon, it was, that was right? Blurcon. It yep. was Andre Chung from ESPN Undefeated. So yeah. thank you, Andre. <laughs> but, you know, and it was just funny. I was telling Dave, I'm like, it's all these people here trying to take people's pictures. And, you know, I could end up on, like, the front of a Japanese porn video. I don't know what the hell's going on here. And you're like, oh, I just had to keep the faith, whatever. It's blah, all blah, fine. Blah. But, no. It's creepy photographers. Some real creepy. So, also, I mean, when you get into cosplay, some women are sexy cosplayers. Mm-hmm. And some people are, you know, true to the character. Right. And so, it's really, I'm not judging. I don't care what you wear. Just, you know, you know, remember sometimes that there are children around and they may not be ready for the butt cheeks. But, um, yeah, I mean, to have an 11-year-old and he goes, Mom, I can see her butt. She's wearing a thong in public. And I'm like, it's part of her costume. You know, just teaching kids consent and being respect, respectful. Respect. And, um, but, you know, it's really interesting to see the kids, like, eyes, like, pop out their heads when it's their, their, that's their first time seeing their favorite cartoon character and maybe Pikachu has sexy boobs. So... <laughs> You know what? It, it must be difficult to be an 11-year-old in 2018. <laughs> it's, it, we, we had to go to libraries in National Geographic when, when I was a kid. That's like, true. So, I mean, it was like a different world. Like, you would, like, flip out on anything you saw back in the day. That's right. You would see, like, a boob. Yeah. Like, someone breastfeeding a kid in Africa or something like that. And you're like, holy crap, that's a boob. Right. Never seen one of those before. And now, you know, and when we were kids, our costumes were plastic masks with holes in it. And sometimes they weren't punk the right way and right. I almost died in my gym costume back in the day because we couldn't breathe <laughs> so no do you do any cosplay are you planning on doing any you know I don't I wouldn't say I do it very often I mean like Halloween is like my only holiday okay. uh so I do definitely dress up at some point around the holiday um but I don't I don't cosplay much I do love it I love the idea of it and I love following people who do it um I think it's such a great creative outlet i love fashion and i think there's some people who it's even a mix of that where it's like it's it's half fashion it's half it's half costuming it is um, you have to come to BlurCon next year i know i do i, um, I needed to go some of those costumes that were made um there's um a couple people and i'll give you their instagrams i can't think of them right now where they stitch everything themselves mm-hmm. and it looks just like the comic book and it's like you did this at home and some people are like oh i did this in the middle of the night last night i got an idea ran and grabbed some fabric and now i'm you know miss whatever and it's like what the hell and i you know i'm on amazon clicking through costumes like i'm gonna be scarlet you know yeah. <laughs> or i'm gonna be um you know black widow or i'm gonna be sailor moon and so i'm, I'm gonna actually 2019 we'll learn how to sew there you go because i can't afford to keep having people make me costumes that's a great that's a great goal yeah so. great goal for your creativity no more um no more Etsy. Well, I don't know. Etsy has some amazing costumers. So mm-hmm. when you're ready to make your own first costume, say the word. You got to <laughs> figure out what would yeah. you be? What would you be? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, so growing up when you were talking about being a Marvel girl, I've always loved Marvel the most. Mm-hmm. But Batman has always been my favorite comic book character. Fair enough. So it's fair. It's an He's interesting thing. Um, I think if I was to cosplay, it would have to be someone that almost dresses normal. I like that where it's like where it's like just a hint of it. So maybe like a co- a co- Constantine hmm. or or uh, something like that. I think probably that's the direction I would go in. Or maybe like Men in Black, something where it's like just a hint of a costume. Okay, and so you're you, not yeah. So yeah. it's not too attention focused. It's you don't want too much attention, attention focused, but you know what's happening. Hmm. So like yeah. a Bruce Banner, not green. 
That would be interesting. Maybe yeah. a, a post green Bruce Banner just ripped up clothes or something. Or like a Tony Stark, just dress up in a really nice suit with, yeah. you know, with, with some Bruce type of Lee chess piece. Or a chess yeah. piece yeah. with a Bruce Lee shirt. Yep. You know, that was, that's a good idea. You know, just just you know. a glowing chess piece and like some type of windbreaker outfit running around with Miss Potts <laughs> or Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. I thought they Who's going to save the day in Avengers Infinity? Don't do that. Oh, I didn't do no, anything. I didn't do but anything. No, but Ant-Man. Ant-Man's back. Ant-Man, according to the trailer, yeah. So, you know, in his There's vein. a lot of little hints in that movie. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I'm sitting here thinking for you. Um, So, tell me, what what else do you have going on? So, what are you and the kids going to do for the, you know, end of the year? Or? Um, I'm trying to think of what do I have going on. Um, So, hmm. I am doing a lot more writing right now. That's one of my focuses. It's something that I did a long time ago okay. that I've, I've been out of. So at one point it was part of my job. And so I was writing. I was, I mean, in my job description, it was writer. Mm-hmm. And so that actually like kind of zapped my brain of being able to write because I was writing nonstop for work. Mm-hmm. Then when I stopped writing for work, I forgot to go back into writing. So it's been like a thing of like I need to get back into this and so lately I've been doing that. So I've been I've been putting down paper or digitally some more screenplays. Um I've thrown together several small shorts. Ooh. And so I want to get deeper into it and create more original content um that I'm coming up with. But I also really like working with other writers as well, the things that people have created. Um when you were mentioning the the films and the awards, two two of the things you were mentioning or things that were written up by people who I just think are brilliant uh, because they come up with these ideas that I wouldn't even have thought of. And then I get to visually kind of make it happen. Okay. Um, so that's that's one of the, that's that's a great thing. I'm trying to think of what else is going on. I mean, I'm still just doing a lot of photos. Um, today I just did a photo at the 202 Create Space. Um, and it was awesome just being able to come into the studio. It's got a beautiful, brilliant studio. We're using the paper backdrop psych. And it's just a great space as, you know, being come over here as part of the city and, and do it. Yeah. I think it's gorgeous. So, <laughs> no, he does amazing photography. When you get a chance, if you can check out his website, Dave, can you give your website? Yes, it is. It's, it's a long one. Uh, so so it's davidwardrick.wixsite.com slash site. What do you I mean slash? You have to put a dot com slash, slash. Slash site? Okay. Yeah. The link will be available on the fabulousfuckery.com no, 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 website. No, I got you. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you know your website? I think that's what it is, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it, there's the word site is in it twice. It is it is davidwardrick.wixsite.com slash site. Okay. Yeah, it's all those words. Okay. <laughs> and because I'm cheap. And so, therefore, <laughs> the website, you know, I don't, I don't, for me, I don't think websites create traffic. Okay. I think that they are a great solidifier of, you know what you're doing, here's my portfolio. But very few people come to me from the website. They'll come from meeting to them in person, mm-hmm. and then they can see that the website's there. So I've never personalized it. I've never paid to do that because I'm like, why would I pay this thing that no one's coming to? Well, when you're ready, <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy. You know a guy who knows a guy. We can make some things happen. Okay. But, um, no, Dave, thank you so much for visiting and talking to us about your passion. Um I'm excited to see what you do next because you always have such a good eye for detail and he's such a humble guy. Like you're sitting here, I'm talking to you like 
he, he's got all these awards. He <laughs> works with all these amazing, fabulous people. Um, he, he shoots and, and does filmography for the, your, some of your favorite YouTubers, and you may not even realize it. <laughs> and um, just such a humble guy. So thank you for coming to visit us. Well, thank you. This was great. I'm a fan of the podcast, so I was happy to be able to be a part of it. Thank you, Dave. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, I can be reached at at fabfuckery on Instagram and Twitter. You can check us out on www.fabulousfuckery.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Please make sure to subscribe and like us, and please give us five-star ratings. Talk to you all guys soon. Bye.